Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 99 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. And today we're going to talk about the shows from Monday, December 25th, Christmas Day, through Thursday, December 28th. And yes, this is the second to last episode of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. So I'm pretty excited. So, by the way, uh, Sundays will be episode 100. And before we get fully started, uh, the first Friday episode of 20, the first Walk with Ethan episode of 2024. I'm going to talk about these shows like you're normal with the money for Thursday. I'm also going to do my top 30 matches of 2023. I do have like 660 or 65, but honestly, I'm not going to go for every match because I don't want to be here all night and I don't want to bore you guys to death. So what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to do my top 30 since we're going to be in World Rumble season and it will go from there. But let's jump right into the today's episode as we kick it off with the Monday, December 25th shows as we only had two. The first one will be Stardom's New Blood 12. And we kick it off with the God Star James Sai Commentine to be Sakaya Koryoria at 8 minutes 27 seconds via Star Crusher. Siri defeating Rana Yagami at 8 9 minutes 45 seconds ground types Sasaki. Non-time match high speed Jimmy Surrender via Hina at 7 minutes 55 seconds via Shooting Star. And Tats matching the R Star Jimmy Sakura and Chayona defeat all times future star Jim Marina and Ryoka at 8 minutes and 3 seconds from my brand roll. And Tad Match with Haraka Yamasaki and my Amasaki v Hanako and Yasuki at 10 minutes 26 seconds via Tenzai. And the main for the new blood tag team Dallas Wingors, Sai, Ida, and Hinan defeat Emi Sori and Lady C at 13 minutes and 3 seconds via backdrop hold. So uh stardom. Do we go to Monday Night Rob? This was a best of show. So I'm not gonna go for the whole entire show. I'm just gonna just talk about the matches. Basically, what matches they aired. I'm not gonna go for move and move because honestly, uh, we already seen him and I talk about past episodes. So from Night of Champions, we had the finals of the World Heavyweight Title Tournament, where Seth Rollins beat AJ Styles. For WrestleMania Night 1, for the SmackDown Women's Title, where we play who won the Women's World Rumble match, defeating Sharpflare at 23 minutes and 34 seconds. From Backlash, in the same one street fight, Bad Bunny to beat Dean Priest at 25 minutes and 3 seconds. From the September 4th episode of Monday Night Rock, Gunther retains the air cause against Jack Gable at 15 minutes and 50 seconds. From SummerSlam, Cody Rhodes to beat Brock Lesnar. From Payback in the Steel Cage match, Becky Lynch to beat Trish Rash 20 minutes and 2 seconds. In the main event, well, that showed. From Survivors in the war, the men's war games match, as it was Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso, Randy Orton, Simmons, and World Champions of France. Defeating the Judgment Days, uh, Undisputed Tensions, Mitch Money, Big Dave Priest, Finn Balor. At the time, the North, NXT North American Champion, Dominic Stewart, Jenny McDonald, and Drew McIntyre. At 34 minutes and 22 seconds. And by the way, these matches did these. These seven matches they showed, they're actually on my list, but like I said, I'll tell you when, what number they're going to be at. But that is uh, Monday Night Raw. Then we move over to Tuesday, December 26th. That is Canadian Boxing Inc. here in Canada. As we kick it off with NWA Power, as we have a Christmas Wish Tag Team Battle Royal. The Slime Balls, Sage Chains, and Tommy Rand defeat Blake Driven, Chris Savio. Boys and Eric Jackson, Crucifix and Devane Grace, the Alvarado True Man to Foot, and the Stu Curtis Dylan Store and Sack Store at seven and a half minutes. And the slime balls announced they're gonna go after the US tag team titles at Paranoia. Massacre to be Saddle Pal at five minutes and fifteen seconds. Daisy kills until I was doing Carson Drake and Laura Crew at four minutes forty two seconds. And we got a replay of from NWA seventy five where Kenzie Page wins the woman's hallway from Camille at thirteen minutes and four seconds. That's NWA Power. Then we order Dragon Gate's Fantastic Gate Night number 12. This is their 
actually their last show of 2023. As we get over to six-man tag, we had Natural Vibes, Big Boss Mojo, causing UT, defeating D-Curtis, Dragon D, Ryu Tanaka, Team of Kaiju Nagato, and Naomi's 13th to defeat Big Boss Press. Takashi was shooting to be Prom Dragon at 6 minutes and 22 seconds. Eight-man tag match with BB Hulk, Shihiko Boy, Keiji Tora, Ponch, Tamanaga, defeating Ultimate Dragon, Don Fuji, Jinky Horror, Guji, Suji Kondo, at 9 minutes, 16 seconds for Karma Gokai. Non-time match, opening triangle, James C. Bratz's, Yoshiki Kado, Ishin and Kai defeating Air Force's M3K's Misaki Mosuki, Smish Mosuki and Yoshiki Kano ends a double count at 8 minutes and 23 seconds. And Tad Vegit, Yumao and Yoriki Doi defeat Dragon Kid and Ita at 9 minutes and 7 seconds via Galleria. In the main event, in a non-tile 9 minute battle royal, Shun Skywalker with Doka Kita Yota, Kota Minora, Benkei, Strong Machine J, Jason Lee, Jackie Fung Kame, the opening Brave Gate Chain Ohio, and the opening Dream Gate Champion Louis Monte at 15 and a half minutes via SSW on Kame. So it's Dragon Gate. Then we go over to NXT. As this was taped on December 13th. So this is the final uh, tape episode and the final episode of 2023. As we kick it off with a all or nothing uh, tag match between Chase Hughes, Andre Chase, and Duke Hudson versus OTM's. Uh, Losing in price, Bronco Nemo. So basically, Chase, if they win, they get double their money. If OTM wins, then Andre Chase basically keeps the money he had in his pocket, and OTM gets a shot at the NXT Tag Team titles. So Lucy Bryce shows his power early on against Andre Chase. <clears throat> For Chase rallies back with drop kicks, and Duke Hudson takes it and does some axe handle strike before Price regains control of gut punches. Duke comes back with short arm short tackles on Price, and Chase traded tags to keep numbers advantage. An isolates print before Bronco Nemo tags and works on Chase with boots and a rope on Bronco Buster. O-Team cuts the ring in half on Andre before Chase uses a jewel roll to escape and tags and do cuts for the hot take. Hudson hits Price with a Yasuka kick and hits Nemo with a bionic elbow before he hits Price with death by draw on top of Nemo. Duke tosses his grips when he goes for distraction as Chase takes himself and misses the dive as Price hits him with a super kick. Then O-Team hits a assisted spine buster to get the win at 6 minutes and 9 seconds, and due to stipulation, OTM gets a future shot at the NXT Tag Team titles. This was okay. I just want a 5 out of 10. Then we get uh, some award, end-of-year awards for NXT. So the first step, the first half of this was the Tag Team of the Year, Female Star of the Year, and the men Male Superstar of the Year. So Creed Brothers won Tag Team of the Year. Tiffany Shroud won the Female Star of the Year of the Year. And the NXT Gym Eardrop wins Male Superstar of the Year. Honestly, those were kind of predictable, but... And we'll get to our other awards later in the show. The backstage, Carmelo hates Trick Williams for Tabo. How they're both worried about Ilya Dragunov getting injured by Rich Holland. Tricks is because they're doing his exit tall shot to get Ilya 100%. Carmelo notes that several years from now, people won't be asking Trick if he beat Dragunov 100%. Just that Trick won the NXT title. Hayes brings up how LeBron James won the NBA title in the COVID bubble, and no one talks about it as a taint victory. He notes that Trek needs to take advantage of the situation. Then we see Eddie Forbes shown heading into the performance for his uh, NXT underground match with Dolly Jack in the main event. Then we go to our only title match in the show, the Heritage Cup title on the line, Noam Dar defense against Josh Briggs. So, first round starts off with Josh Briggs shoves Noam Dar, then Noam asks for a test strip, but Briggs reaches hard than Dar, so Dar hits Briggs with Muay Thai uh, knees. Briggs tosses Noam away as Noam kept his distance works on Briggs with footsies before Briggs continues to come back with power moves. He hits him with a body slam, followed by Sam Splash for a two count before Noam puts Briggs in a half Boston Crab. Before Briggs comes up, we're going to pounce for a two count. He goes for a power one, but the clock runs out before he hit the move. 
So round two starts with Briggs and Darwin a sidewalk slam before no one puts him in a guaranteed joke, but Briggs escapes. No one puts Briggs in a triangle, but Briggs escapes by delivering Dar before Briggs hits Darwin a clothes on from hell to get his first fall at one nothing. So round three was starting during the commercial break, and we didn't really miss much because after the break, Noah Spikes breaks on the apron with a DDT, then hits a Noah roller off the barricade as the clock runs out. Then we go to round number four. No one works on breaks. There's a bump. Kicks him before hitting him with a diamond punch for a two count. Then hits him with a leg layer for another two count. He paint brushes Briggs faceless last before Briggs comes back with a big boot and a chokes him for a two count of his own. No one trips Briggs, trips up Briggs, and Briggs hits him with like double stump. Then hits Juice Effect. Honestly, Noam Dar actually has a pretty good back elbow. Then he locks him in a knee bar, but Briggs reverses the pressure and escapes with uh, clubbing blows. Briggs works on Noam Dar elbows. Then Briggs hits Dar with a right hand before Lash Legend hits him with a bucket. While the referee strike, no one goes with the cover, only got two count. Rest of the metaphor again on the apron for instructions. As the referee turns around and breaks, hits no one with the bucket, and the referee goes to the bell. So, no one does retain the Harris Cup tell by DQ at round four at 10 minutes and four seconds. Technically, it, this would have been 1 1, but Vic Joseph made a good point in commentary that a DQ automatically ends the match, just like a knockout, the match automatically is over. And by the way, they, when they run down the rules, it does say that if goes to a DQ or a knockout, then the match is automatically over. This was a not a bad uh, Harris Cup tell match. I just won 6 out of 10. I'm actually kind of glad they changed to a rare DQ. I think they did in NXT UK. I'm not going to don't comment because I didn't watch NXT UK that much, just really the takeovers. Like, I knew what was going on, but I didn't watch the shows. So like, basically, I had to read reviews. But this wasn't too bad, and poor Briggs. Honestly, I do like Noam Dar, but I think I, I said this before. I think it's time for him to give up the Heritage Cup. I think he should go to our title. I mean, honestly, at this rate, I'm gonna start calling it the Heritage Cup title or the Noam Dar title at this rate, just like how Roman has your title. And then we go back to we see Axe and Nathan Fraser are disappointed of not winning the male superstar of the year. Frazier says he's glad Braun Breaker didn't win. As Breaker walks up on Frazier and talks crap about him, he says it's the only talk crap because he's willing to say it in people's faces. Then he challenges him to a match later in the show. Braun says, be careful what you wish for. And after he left, Frazier's to ask him to warn him. Ask him if he did because he did a wink, which I chuckled a little bit. That was actually kind of funny. Then we go to Cora J versus Carmen Petrovic. Cora shoves Carmen a bit before Petrovic comes back with a rising back kick off a shore before she gets a two count off Sunset Flip. Cora comes back with a rising knee in the corner, hits her with a draping running elbow for a two count before stomping on her in the corner. Cora works on Petrovic with some offense and does some trash talking before she misses a springboard stomp. Then Petrovic comes back with a kick and Superman forms. Uh, Petrovic hits Jay with a hanging double kick and adds its other dragon kick for a two count before Cora hits the double arm DDT. I think she still calls it Jade. I'm not 100% sure, so I do apologize for the win at three minutes and four seconds. I sound, honestly, a lot of these matches were just okay. I'm just not going to lie. This wasn't too bad. I mean, quick three minute match. I just won three out of 10. Then after the match, Cora Jade was about to attack Petrovic, but Gigi Dolan runs her off. Then we see Dida showing up at the performance center. Then we go to our, our first up two semi-final matches of the 2023 slash 2024 bracket. Dory's on slash because the Vols are taking place in New Year's Evil. So technically, I don't you can probably still technically count to it, but I'm gonna I'm always saying 2020 slash 24 because honestly, if you're doing a tour, you can also do it in the same like year, not like ended in the new year. Anyway, I'm just nitpicking. 
is Riley Osborne versus Lexus King. Osborne with some wrist holds and cartwheels on Lexus King before Lexus pushes Riley on the road for, for a break. As we see Trey Bearhill, Bearhill, who was originally supposed to be in this tournament, but he got taken with a chair shot by Lexus King at ringside. So Lexus trips Osborne up the ropes, hits him with a springboard stomp for a two kill, then locks him in a half boss and grab buddy's gapes after the chairs of Chase U. Riley hits Lexus with a leg glare, followed by a standing red arrow. That was actually pretty cool for a two count before both men trade slaps to the chest. Lexus hits Osborne with a backbreaker and a straight jacket backbreaker for a two count. Then both men brawl to the top where Bear, Her Bear Hill gets to his feet and distracts Lexus by slapping the chair. So Osborne shows him off the top and hits him with a beautiful shooting star press to secure his spot in the finals at 3 minutes and 43 seconds. Again, another short match. I just won 4 out of 10. After the match, Trey confronts Lexus in the ring, hits him with a slap to the chest, then keeps scratching King in the back before he runs up in the fear of Bear Hill. Then we get the next set of the so this set is the moment of the year match of the year. Match of the year goes to Carmel Hayes versus Elo Dragon from No Mercy. And the moment of the year where Undertaker shows up to attack Braun Breaker. That was where uh NXT NATO went hit the hit again. That was a, actually a rare Tuesday for AEW. I think it was because uh I think it was due to a hockey game, I believe. Some sporting event. Anyway, Kelly could get as able but Yulia Dragunov for a magical update. Ava says nobody knows when Dragunov arrives to NXT this week to give us an update if he could be a New Year's Evil, which we'll get to at the end of this review. Then we go to Braun Breaker versus Nathan Frazier. Braun tosses away Frazier early on before he hits stop on a dime off Breaker, but he fights for Valeria, but Frazier rests a bit to come up with a game plan. Nathan takes on Braun with a side hitlock before Breaker hits him with a backbreaker on the apron to break the hole as he did a flip bump off a whip. He mocks with push-ups, then tackles Frazier several times to the corner. Frazier runs around Braun, hits him with a draw kick as we go to a commercial break. We come back for break. Braun works on Frazier with ground pound moves and a gut buster for a two count before he hits him with a hip toss. Frazier rallies back with right hands before Breaker uh, turns him inside with a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Then works on Frazier with a bow and arrow stretch. He escapes with a jawbreaker, but Braun didn't re relent and kept the boots on until he Frazier hits a curve screw to his feet and nails Breaker with a leg lariat. Frazier rallies back with right hands before Nathan dumps him to raise the dual boy's spear. Hits him with a tope so he's the draw kicks him into the steel steps. Frazier hits a crossbody for a two count. Before Frazier blocks the spear with a super kick for a two count of his own. So he goes to the top, goes for Phoenix, but Braun avoids it and hits him with a spear to get the win at 11 minutes and 42 seconds. So out of these uh, eight matches, by the way, this is the second longest match on the show. Spoiler, the main event was the... So basically, the top, I'm just going to talk about now. The three longest matches are the NXT Underground match, this match, and the Heritage were the three longest. Uh, this was a really fun match. I just won six out of ten. Then we go to backstage where no catch corner crew where we're backstage and we get a pro from each of the men giving a bit of trash talk before Drew Gullah challenges North American champ Dragon Lee and LWO's Cruise Hotel and Wilkie Wall to a six-man tag match New Year's Evil. And by the way, Charlie Dempsey is actually going to Japan uh, this week actually on because on Sunday he'll be on All Japan Media Show, the final show of 2023 in tag team action. Then on the Second show of 2023 or 2024, January 3rd, he'll be challenging either Katsuhiko Nakajima or Kento Mehira for the Triple Crown title. Honestly, that's actually pretty exciting for uh Charlie Dempsey to go to all Japan. Figure I bring that up since we're talking about no catch corker. So I imagine they did say, uh, for six, Splatter did it, uh, Dragon Lee and Eldoya did except later in the show, and they said, uh any former, but honestly, I think it's going to be Ken 
Gulak and Born just do Dempsey's and Japan. Anyway, as I basically spoiled that same, but most of what I was talking about. Anyway, Brooks Jensen found Network song Josh Briggs backstage. Jensen says he understands that Briggs wanted to be a singles wrestler and thanks him for supporting when he started NXT. Jensen also supports the Fountainhead spreading her wings too. And Briggs says, I love you guys. And Henley wonder if it's the end of the world for them. And Briggs, I'm oh, sorry, Jensen lets him do a fist bump and told him they should do this one more time. Then after Fallon and Josh leave, Brooke held out his fist and hung his bit as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Under our girl shows that Ava Central rocks and Bradford talking her. She said, thankfully, she has a good bone structure to prevent a face injury. Grace said that pressure enlists in anger management. Ava ends up knowing that rocks that requires a match against her at New Year's Evil. Ava requires, of course, was rejected. Ava said the match wasn't rejected. It will happen next week. Then we get to sit down and interview with Sarah Shriver with Woman Shape Life of Kira and Blair Davenport. And Sarah asked both ladies why it took so long for them to face each other. Blair says Fakira Blue Neo in the UK has been ducking her out on her. Fakira says she hasn't been ducking and beat Specky Lynch for the title while Downport jumped people in the parking lot. Downport says she's been jumped to catch people's attention. Whether attacks will main roster stars or put Fakira on a pedestal. Loria says her attacks backfire because people will become for revenge due to Downport acting like a coward. Downport says she's not a coward for going for several in the Iron Survivor. Loria says there's a difference between her, between her and Davenport. Blair says once be called Jay. Well, Larry is the but Kerry wants to be the very best football moment face to face. Then we go to our final semifinal match of the breakout tournament. Oba Femi first table on Heights or be Osborne in the finals. Match up to log for Oba Femi used his way to block a suplex, then hit save on Heights with a back elbow before Heights hits Femi with a reverse X Factor. Femi comes back with an overhead blows and a knee drop for a two count and hits Tavon with a backbreaker for a two count. Oba works on Tavon offense and tosses him like a boulder over Heights tried rally back, but he hits him with a running uppercut for a two count. Heights puts Femi in a fiery mint's carry, hits him with a death body drop, followed by a German suplex, then followed by a belly to belly suplex before Heights tosses Femi back in the ring and Oba hits a Lyria, then connects with a powerbomb to a fan that follows at four minutes and ten seconds. Really fun match. I guess one five out of ten. Then after the match, uh, the finalists face off against her at ringside, standing in front of the contract. Then Kelly Kincaid uh, caught up with Ilya Dragunov in the park, who's born a neck brace, and Ilya's is looking for Trick Williams. As we go to commercial break, we come back from break, we see a replay of Rich Hahn dropping Ilya on his neck last week. By the way, it is a storyline injury, by the way. And that tweet air of Rich Hahn apologizes Ilya, and as we find, we'll get an exclusive interview was advertised for next week. Then we go to the Battle of the Joes, Joe Gacy versus Joe Coffey. So both chose Trey right hands for Gacy drops coffee and hits him with a senton. Then Gacy walks with a big Joseph and say random shit. Anyway, coffee hits Gacy with a toe place and told the announcing to remember him. Coffee hits Gacy with a backbreaker. Then uh coffee hits Gacy with a twisting fair bump for two get before Gacy rallies back with hands. Gacy hits coffee with a sail suplex, full by backdrop before he hits him with a cannibal drop dive at ringside. Then he hits coffee with a Yuranagi. Gallus on the roast, Mark Coffee and Wolfgang. For the stretch, but Tank Walker and Tank Ledger run out the brawl with Gallus to the back. So Coffee hits Gates with a flying uh, knife chop before he ducks, or Gacy ducks Coffee's distance and hits him with the upside down, basically a handspring uh, clothesline to get the victory at 3 minutes and 47 seconds. Not a bad match. I mean, too short for anything. I'm going to just want a 4 out of 10. Then that, and then we go back to Kelly Kikage's interview. LW and Dragon Lee, and they accept the challenge, and Dragon Lee proved that high fine is better than the ground game. For Electra Lopez and the winner of the 2023 Women's Breakout Tournament, Lola Vice shows up. The Toro and Joaquin were happy to see her. Lopez is their also team. Introduce them to her current tap part, Lola Vice. 
Then we see both Dijak and A4 warming up backstage. As we go to the our main event match, the second ever NXT Underground match, A4 versus Dijak. The first one was obviously A4 and David Kemp. So A4 went for early triangle choke. Then Thor puts Dijak with a kick combination and a stable suplex before Dijak blocks an all drop with a choke. Dijak stops another triangle attempt with a choke and tosses him into the ring post, heading into a commercial break. We come out for break. Dijak hits Thor with a flip dive at ringside. That was actually a pretty cool spot. Then Thor hucks up to block a choke. Thor hits Dijak with a boot and a German suplex before Dijak fends back Thor but elbows and escape a Sado suplex. Thor hits Dijak with a brain buster, then gets Dijak to his feet and broke a weird naked choke by slamming him to the mat. Dijak creates a separation and hits him with a cyclone blue, then hits him with a second one before Thor blocks a third one and it's a group for Dijak rolls over German suplex to ringside. So he hits Eddie with Fisher eyes before he randomly attacks development wrestlers around ringside, but Eddie recovers and backdrops Dijak on the apron. As he was doing that, Dijak unties his belt and wraps it around his hand, and then that was the same uh, belt, by the way, that he tagged Eddie's Thor's tree with, but Thor blocks a belt punch and hits it with the manifest DDT, that's the implant DDT. So Eddie gets Dijak's belt and hits him with it, and then puts him where Nick Joe by Dijak escapes by using the ring post to hit, throw Eddie into. Thor reverses the power mode of Frankenstein and hits Dijak with elbow drop off the ring and hits with another manifest destiny on the floor. And then the referee looks and try to check on Mick because you have to win by knockout or submission. Basically, if you watch Bloodsport, GCW, you obviously know it's basically their version of Bloodsport. So I'm trying to get at. So the referee tried to call out by Dijak told him we wasn't quitting. So Eddie went back to the weird naked choke as Dijak was standing. As anyone let him go after Dijak keeps around at ringside, he kept his consciousness and drags Eddie to the top of the steel steps. But Dijak turns around and starts to fake as the referee declares that Dijak was still conscious. So this was actually my part, well, second favorite spot of this match. Forb hits the third manifest destiny off the steps for the announced table, and Dijak was knocked out. So Eddie Forb gets the win at 15 minutes and 47 seconds. Really. Fun match. I give this one seven out of ten. Honestly, this was my match of the night, and I actually hope this feud is actually over. But Eddie Four now goes to two and zero at NXT Underground matches. So we go to our main event segment. We get a contract signed between either Dragonoff and Trick Williams, and Trick knows that he's not going to hold back even if Dragonoff's injured. Trick signs the contract. He says he's willing to delay the match to wait for Eli to be one hundred percent. Eli said, unfortunately, nothing or no one will stop him. Eli takes the next breaks out and signs the contract of both men show cancer to close out the final NXT of 2023. Over for a tape episode, this was okay. I mean, honestly, I heard a lot of pipe in. No, I get, like, they were there for a long time, basically, and taped. Like, two, you're taping two episodes back-to-back. -back. Uh, honestly, this, this one... I like this one a little bit better than the last week's episode. Not by much. I give this one a six and a half out of ten, honestly. Only match I recommend checking is just the underground. That's the only one you really need to go check out. Honorable mention is Braun versus Nathan Frazier. So the finals of the breakout tournament is Ryan Osborne versus Elba Femi. So the updated New, Year New Year's Evil card. Lady Fakir defends the women's hall against Blair Davenport. Ilya Dragonov defends the XT Hall against Trick Williams. So originally, so Tiffany Jump versus Bound Henley. Originally, this was supposed to be if Henley Lucci comes trends, uh, serving for the day, but now it's gonna be a ranch hand or serving for a day for a day match between both ladies. So basically, found Henley, she has come strand server as uh, server if uh, strand obviously she comes Henley's ranch hand for the day. Did he finals of the 2020 slash 24 breakout tournament? Royals versus OFME six man tag team match 
North American Dragon League and LWO versus Dual Catch Core Crew. Honestly, I don't see charge. I don't know how he could fly to Florida and back to Japan. I mean, he could, but I don't. I just don't see it happening. So I'm just gonna go with Gulag Camp Born and Rocks and Press versus Ariana Grace. So six matches made so far. That's I'd say that's more enough. You don't need that anymore. But that was uh NXT. Excuse me, NXT. And then we'll go over to the Wednesday, December 27 shows. Or only when this is the night one of the year smash. So we could get we have four matches on the show. The first opening match was the first of two semifinal match, or as they call it the finals of goal league. This was but I'm calling them semifinals. I don't care. So this is from the goal league side. This is the triple threat. John Moxley being Jay White and Swear Struggle at 23 minutes and 14 seconds via Death Run Jay White. In the other semifinal match, Eddie Kingston, this is for the Blue League side, by the way, Eddie Kingston defeating Brian Danielson at 22 minutes and 37 seconds via Powerbomb. Sky Blue defeating Chris Dowler, 9 minutes 14 seconds via Avalanche Sky, uh, sorry, Cold Blue. And then for the Ring of World, World titles in a handicap match, the Devil's Maps men, honestly, I'm going to say it's probably the Kingdom, I'm going to be honest with you, defeat MJF and a minute 48 via Heatseeker. So that was AEW Dynamite. And then we'll go over to the Thursday, December 28th shows. And starting today, I'm going to be covering... There's going to be a few more promotions I'm going to be covering. This is... I actually have... First up five, actually. And when I talk about Sunshine, I'll top up the other uh, three. So the first show that I'm going to start top on is Marvelous. As they were in Shikiba, ring just their final show of 2023. So A, on to be Mike Takashi... At 10 minutes, 57 feet, diving, 18 job. A fitting defeat, Leo Aisaka. At 10 minutes, 12 feet, last grabs. Then, in a fatal five-way match, the one half of the AAAW tag team James Maria defeating Gigi Ray, Promise Bryson, you guys, Sasaki, and the other half of the AAAW tag champs, Rico Kawahata, at 14 and a half minutes, fit Ascalibur. Then, a six person tag match, we have Mo Momeno, Alpha So, and Tyce Alexander defeating Takama Aura, Chico. Nagashima and Fidian Masaru at 21 minutes and 24 seconds via rolling through a German suplex. In the main for the AAA AW title, the Chim Mayomi Osaki defeating Tomko Watanabe at 17 minutes and 58 seconds via small package. So marvelous. Then our second new promotion that we're going to have going for is going to be Ceiling. We kick it off with a technical Itsuki Oyoge and you defeat Masa Kagura and Chiji at 13 minutes 20 seconds via Bear Bears and a tag team high speed match. Okito Aitaka and Suki defeat Lei Patita and Ka Hikidaya at via small patch 10 seconds. So we had a rematch with the with uh La Patita and Ka Kitidara defeating Aitaka and Suki at 8 minutes 34 seconds via Gearhoma. Six point tied we had Mima Chimona, Nasa Nosaki and Fenny defeating Sermay Natsu, Maya Kuyoki and Magato at 19 minutes six via Muntal and Tad Magic, Ryu Mizunami and Hario Matsumoto defeating Arisa Nakajima and Das Sasako at 18 minutes and 19 seconds via Rock Drop. In the main for the Beyond C title, the champion Surrey retains over Ayama Sawamura at 18 minutes and 35 or 31 seconds being modified Yuranagi. That match I recommend checking out, but that was ceiling. And then we go to Ring of Honor episode 44. 
only seven. So they did tape 16 matches on the show, but they only aired seven. So I imagine the other nine are probably on the first ring of our 2024. So the seven matches that aired were Nala Rose defeating LA Hundred Line at two minutes and one second via Beast Bomb. Second night defeating Pierre Avalon four minutes, 15 seconds via uh, running uh, form smash. Six man tag team. We have Brian Keith in the font, Eric Marshall and Roth defeating Arnstein, just Jack Jameson, Boulder and Bronson. Eight minutes, 26 feet uh Aaron Claw. No pun intended. Six woman tag team with the Renegades, Charlotte and Robin. Team with Tyler Falker defeating Kira Hogan, Lady Frost, and Trisha Dor at five minutes and 59 seconds via curve stomp. Tony Nese defeating Joey Hyder at a minute 56. Billy Starks defeating Fur Fix in three minutes and 35 seconds. In the main event, Ethan Page defeating Giant TV at six minutes and 13 seconds via headshot. So that was Ring of Honor. And by the way, there's no main event this week because they were, uh, it was just a recap show again, just a smaller edition. And the close of this week's show will go to Impact Wrestling, where it's a best. This is part two of the best of 2020 for Impact Wrestling. And by the way, next week is going to be the best of T and A. So the matches that aired from Summer Version for the Impact World Title, Alex Shaw retains over Nick all the 16 minutes and 31 seconds. And the Fatal Four match for the Impact World Title. This is also from Slammiversary as Self Culture, Flash Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews defeating uh, champs ABC, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, the most professional wrestling gods, Brian Myers and Moose, and Sam McCann and Richard on 10 minutes and 36 seconds. And there are these last four matches that are all from Battle for Glory. Chris retains the Exhibition Shell against Kenta, 11 minutes and 28 seconds. Alex Shaw retains the Impact World Title against Josh Alexander, 22 minutes and 32 seconds. Trey retains the Nakas Title against Mickey James, 11 minutes and 58 seconds. It will Osprey defeat Mike Bailey 17 minutes and 59 seconds. So they do uh do some more. So Alshai was the male superstar of the year. Mike Bailey was the X Division superstar of the year. Uh match of the year went to Osprey and Bailey from Val for Glory. But that was the last remaining ones they did. But that is the show, guys, for this week. Yeah, I know it's super short, but honestly, not a lot of best of shows. So I'll be back on Sunday. For episode 100, to talk about the shows from Friday for Sunday. And then the first Friday, the first show of 2024, like I said, we'll talk about the usual stuff, the shows from Monday for Thursday, and also do my top 30 matches of 2023. So happy new year. Have a safe and have a safe weekend and have a great new year. Thank you.